All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, buddies, let's get at it. It is a draft week, big week, could be a monster week. Will we come at, will, will it be Friday and will we be talking less about the young lads who have had their names called in Nashville and more about uh, the boys out of town, the new boys in what's this week going to maybe both. Maybe they could <sighs> trade all the old guys for new guys coming in in the draft. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Tower Chrysler studios is where you find us today. Tower Chrysler voted by you the people southern alberta's favorite dodge ram chrysler jeep dealer and i you know what take take your older vehicle if you have a vehicle you know what it's not running right it's not treating you right maybe yeah. it's go to tower mm-hmm. go see aaron okay say you know what i'm looking to trade up i'm looking to get something with uh, some less miles on it Something mm-hmm. a little nicer, a little newer, better attitudes. You're still talking about cars, right? That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Less less shitty of an attitude. <laughs> Younger. I mean, newer. A car that wants to be here. You know, the, <laughs> that less sort of wrinkles. thing. I mean, a newer car, less mileage. That's right. Go and talk to the guys and girls over at Tower Chrysler, and uh, you can, it's all, see, it all kind of ties right in. Tower Chrysler, God love you. They won't tell anybody. anyone you're looking. They're gonna, it's just between you and Tower that you're having a little song. Yeah, I mean, don't, you're not going to tell anyone you're walking around the lot. Don't go over to some other dealerships and start blabbing over there that you're no, looking to make no, a no, bunch no, no, of no, changes because no. then they're going to be, uh, you know. So, 
it's between us. It's between us and Tower Chrysler. That's, That's right. what it is. That's what it's all so about. So the Tower Chrysler Studios today here in Martaloop, but also Rhett, um, somewhere between Buffalo and Calgary? We're just north of the Queenston Lewiston Bridge, fellas, and uh, we're moving at a mighty clip. <laughs> as the uh... <laughs> a mighty clip, a mighty wind. <laughs> well, well, so the shoveler is behind the wheel, and yes. uh, you said uh, a little reckless. She a little reckless. She got her army boots Bye. on. Eh? She's committed. She's committed yeah. to making time. We've got a flight to catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hates Not sad like. to see us go, but uh, let's get there quick. Uh, now, we were joking last week that we'd have to tune in this week to see how your plans changed. And instead of driving home, you're actually flying home now. They did change. Uh, yeah, the, the convenience of air travel, you know, just uh, the new no technologies. Lines, are, no way. To- yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it's maybe it's maybe not a conversation we need to have on the show. So you're you're driving in a vehicle clearly now. This is your vehicle. Yes. And you're going to leave it at the airport. No, 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 no. We are being dropped, and the uh, speed demon herself will be whipping around and returning back. Come on! No way you did that. How did we arrive at that? The shoveler uh, Uber service. See, I'll tell you what. In my house, we have pink jobs and we have blue jobs. Driving from Hamilton to Calgary is a fucking blue job. I know that. You got to negotiate, Dean and Ryan. You got to know where, uh, you know, the there's bumpers. They got those bumpers at the bowling alley, but you don't yeah. want to have to use them too often, right? So yeah, yeah. keep it in the lane. Uh. <laughs> How was the weekend before we... Uh... Oh, Dean. So oh, yeah. great. So great, yeah. Please. Please. Yeah. No, dude. That was it. Just, uh, That's, yeah, weekend. it was great. I, uh, I drove... Yeah, we went, uh, we went out for breakfast, and uh, I drove to Oswego. Right. Oswego. 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 I love that music festival. Yeah. I, you know I, I grate it and put it on my salad. Oh, delicious. Yeah. 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 So good. So good. Yeah, you don't want to cut that thick and put it on a sandwich. That's not what you're supposed no, to no. grate it. Yeah. No. Now, uh, Rhett, you may notice uh, that we are both wearing sunglasses. We are mm-hmm. both very cool cats. At night. It's yeah. a cool cat studio. Yeah. Inside. Brought to you by Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of us is wearing it because uh, he gets headaches and has eye issues. And what about you, Dean? And one of the the <laughs> w- the other one, no, not naming names, needs to wear it simply to mask the audience from looking at his disgusting eye infection. No, I would take it off, but I won't take it off. And you're Come on, no, show us. No, no, you don't. Gross. Dude, you don't want to see it. it. Can't even. Can open you put? And it's, yeah. Can you put it in the chat at least? I need to know. <laughs> so, and it was Come funny because I was at Tim the Booze Guy's 40th uh, on the weekend. I saw a picture of you. Sure, you're disgusting. If yeah. I came in and didn't tell people, they were like, "He got knocked out because he was going to be piled up at Timmy's 40th." But I was well behaved. I was there for three drinks only. Yeah, these oh. sunglasses on. We were having a bunch of fun. Uh-huh. Happy birthday, Timmy. But I didn't get knocked out. I do not have a black eye. It's a pink eye. I don't agree with the picture I saw. It looked like a more than three drink I know. binder to me. That's how much fun Tim and I have together. We're such great pals. Yeah. I saw other. You were at another party. <laughs> yes, I was. That was I, I drove right from the golf course at Edmonton to a party. 
And then Saturday of the 40th, I was golfing Saturday with our winners of the Masters Pool. I was right. golfing with our boss on Friday. And I managed to squeeze in a little sip of champagne for the championship of the Cal West boys. Rookie ball. 24 no. teams. Number one. Number no one. No way. Twins. Yes. Well done, fellas. To Coach Phil, Coach Eric, Coach Darren, good work. All the boys and gals, way better than when you started. Well, it's good that you're drinking champagne for eight-year-old ball. That's, I mean, well, absolutely. Yes, you know, metaphorically <laughs> drinking champagne. How you celebrate Did you that. get us in rays at all while you're up there? You know what? Things are happening. Uh, I tell oh, you what, Rhett, when, when you get to Nashville, there'll be all kinds of great news you'll, to deliver. No, I'll be so drunk I won't remember. <laughs> you may as well not come then. <laughs> I can't believe you're not going to Nashville. <laughs> you know that you guys are ignorant about it. You're going to paint me with the brush, but there was no invite until weeks after you guys had decided on this trip. So, to hell with you. Also, you've been twice in the last three months. I think that plays a significant role as well. That's a absolutely. That's Nashville's heavy. You're going to need to find another liver on a black market if you're going to go to Nashville three times in three months. That and unleashing you're all idiots last Friday has got me a bit sheepish about where and how I should show my face. I thought you were face. talking to, to Boom Jack and I. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Unleash what? Idiots. Who? The comment. I called some <laughs> I think I referred to some people as idiots. Hmm. I'm feeling hmm. sheepish about that. Did you, so what, you kind of flew off the handle or what? Yeah, I was upset. I was having a tough day. Hmm, emotional. Pinder, eh? You know what? Pinder pissed me off. So then I, I was hung over, pretending not to be hung over, and he was not standing for that. Well, I guess two things. It's the nice thing about being on a podcast and being on YouTube. If you want to go back, you can easily revisit Friday's show. It's both uh, video form or audio-wise. Yeah. Uh, or uh, we've put together a little uh, montage of some of the best of Rhett from the Friday program. Oh, uh, let's, you well, don't it's say. It's probably easier. Yeah, let's see Friday's, how that yeah. went down. Shit show. Looking I'd forward to this. i sell everyone I can and start from fucking scratch. This is bullshit. Fucking playoffs. <laughs> fucking deal with bullshit. 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 The shit storm. They should have traded these fucks. Fucking pissed. Fucking well. Fuck off. Hey, Who that. fucking yeah. signed them? Fuck that. Pardon my language. That's so many Fs <laughs> I <laughs> Play that again. The shoveler wants time. to. The yeah, shoveler wants yeah, to. You got to turn our mics off <laughs> and tell her to pull and turn over. that nice and loud for everybody to hear. This again is a little montage. It's a shit show. I'd fucking sell everyone I can and start from fucking scratch. This is bullshit. Fucking playoffs. Fucking deal with bullshit. 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 It's a shit storm. They should have traded these fucks. Fucking piss. Fucking well. Fuck all. Shittier. Who fucking signed them? Fuck that. Pardon my language. <laughs> Oh, God, that was and good. that's right on a Friday. Yeah. She said it's, she thought I was talking to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do? He had a lady in there with the shit storm. Yeah. I was loving that one. Oh. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, that's well, something. It's yeah. not good. It's bad. It's bad form by me. Apologies to but here, all the I listeners. think you were right on a lot of stuff. You Rob. spoke for a lot my... of Flames fans. Flames yes. fans were upset and disappointed and pissed off. What the hell's going on here? I'm not upset with my take on things. I'm a little upset with my language. That's all. I mean, the presentation maybe could have been a little more polished, eh? Yeah. Yeah. But it was raw, and I think you're right. I think Flames fans are feeling the same thing. What's going on here? 
I think there's a, while, while there is also the, the, the emotions you showed on Friday, which I think are prevalent everywhere. There's also kind of this, this could be exciting if they, you know, pivot the way I think we all think they should pivot right now. Hmm? You, you started the show off saying, what are we going to be talking about? And what we will be talking about is the, 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 uh, direction that this franchise is going to go in for the next 10 years. Is this a reset? Is this a, a new era? Is I believe that we, this is going to be the, the new beginning. Okay. And if it isn't, oh right. my, I'm scared. I am too. I am too. And I still think Lindholm, we don't have an answer, but good God. Um, Irrelevant. Do, I said. Like, I've seen sort of this Duclair for Hannafin thing floated, and it's like, oh, you know, Duclair and Huberto, uh, they played together. Ugh. and Duclair has one year one left year and left. is a UFA next summer. You've not improved your situation. Oh. You've just replaced one deck chair for another. He's old too, chair. isn't he? He's like the same age. Yeah. It's it's not. No, 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 no. Go go get some kids. Go get some picks. They weren't playing him in the playoffs. What did we talk? Well, he was coming That's off the Phillies, but still. Yeah, no. it's not. You, you can not. sign him in a year if you like him. By all means, go get him Abs a free agency. Do not give up Hannafin, who could be worth multiple picks with this guy. Now, here's here's the thing. There's a few things at play. And first and foremost is that it's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be, that everybody wants out of it. Here's, if you're Craig Conroy and you ask for clarity yeah. and then you get it, okay. If, if guys, you're not going to sign, well, okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. That allows me to then do business. It's not as though these guys went in and said, I've got five years left and trade me right right now. I've got three. This is a, No, these guys, they all have contracts expiring at the same time. Next you need to address this situation. You ask for clarity. Now you've gotten it. It's, this is not a, a situation where Craig Conroy is desperate it's a, that he's got to go to Nashville and I, Jesus, I got to sell everybody or I'm, or I'm effed. It's not what's happening here. No, this is doing what he wants to do, which is asset management. A year away, he's asking a favor. If you could give me clarity now, I can proceed. And for some of them, I'm not ready to make a decision. And do we interpret that as a no? Other is like, yes, I'm not going to resign. I am happy to tell you how I'm feeling. I'm willing to well, lay out my contract or I'd like to be moved now. And that's to Foley and Hannafin. The rest we don't know. Well, but it also makes it easier to even having those answers might give you clarity on how you want to approach next year. Who, If Lindholm is still a maybe because yeah. you're losing other guys, it might go well. Your maybe has been influenced by these other no's. So anyway, I it's the greatest gift that Conroy's going to get. It's an absolute, what a start to a GM career. It's a, a pile to deal with. And, but he's got, he's got marching orders in a way, and it's, it's given him clarity on what he should be doing, I think. And now go. Now run with it. You don't have to second-guess anything. You are restarting. Yep. And if you don't, then you're making a mistake. Real quick, just the clarity for from these guys helping direct things, it's at the management level. It's also for these other players too. Like if I'm Michael Backlund and I see Lindholm, Hannafin, and Toffoli walk out the door, I think that helps shape his decision. Just like if you're Craig Conroy, it's obvious that things are moving towards one way down the path versus the other. And I believe that the other, I mean, the other element that is being affected and, and that is getting clarity is yeah, it's the other guys in the room, and that's gonna. Well, if you guys are leaving, then I'm probably. 
That's just natural. I think we would probably all look at it that way. I honestly believe that it's doing the same thing for ownership. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. This is this is a and it's it Murray wants to win. Of course he wants to win. You want to make the playoffs, but this is it's it's too right it's right in front of your face what's happening. To say no, well let's try and put a ban- that's not what's happening here. You you see a number of guys who are veterans, some older than others who are saying that they want to move on. Okay, what's going to be left? A couple of veterans and some young guys. I I don't think this is going to be a situation for Craig Conroy where he's got some good deals to be made for young players or prospects, and he's not going to be able to do it because we have to make the playoffs next year. I think this is a very loud statement to ownership as well, and it's too obvious not to recognize it. I, and there's still there's still a small part of me that thinks he could still thread the needle. If if Lindholm is a guy that wants to return, I'm okay with that. But I don't think you can do more than that. I don't because you're going to be too old too often. I, I I would bet on Lindholm aging well. I'm not going to make that same bet with Toffoli. Hannafin's already said no. Toffoli's already said no. Backlund, you're long in the tooth. Unless it's a deal, I'm not interested. And Shillington's young, and you want to bring him back, but you got to see what he looks like first. Like I think I've almost hit all the free agents there like that. I'm okay with Lindholm and maybe you could get goaltending and have some good karma and graduate some guys and get in, well, but we're not pretending this is a contender next year. Right. Well, if it is a contender, it's because they had a run, right. And they yeah. found harmony and absolutely turned the car. I don't know even what words to use to describe it, but yeah. The other thing, Lindholm, you're going to base that decision on what your return is for him, I think, right now. Yeah, and you don't right. have to move him. And if, if he wants to stay, because picture this you move all those other guys that you talked about, and you fill and you do get quality youth assets in return. And the guys that move up are better than you expected. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's what you have to rely on if you want to be competitive. You don't have to go complete. Uh, I'm not against going. Scorched Earth policy, because I, I I just feel like that it turns out for teams, it can and it can happen fast. And if you get the right picks and the right guys coming up, well, all of a sudden you've got a a, a juggernaut of a squad. But you don't have to. And if Lindholm starts the season and they bring in these other guys and somehow everything's going well, whatever. Because I I agree with you, Pinder. I think Lindholm can play. It's going to be more of a backlink. I don't think he's going to. Yeah, Bergeron light. Like he, he, he yeah. could be your second line center and then your third for the last Kill couple penalties, of years. Win draws. The cap's be, going to keep coming yeah. up. And again, he's the only guy we're talking about that they use on all special teams. He's first over the boards, even strength, power play, and penalty kill. It's still not no a, one else is all three of those things. But it's still not someone you want to be paying eight and a half to nine million in five years from now. I hear. No, here's serviceable, the thing. but to what end? I, I, yeah, I disagree. I disagree. I think he is the guy you want to be paying. It's the Kadri and Huberto at the end that oh, you question. Yeah. If you had to pick the that. thing, the problem, the problem for the Lindholm isn't him being old, paying him eight and a half. It's that you're going to have three of them. Yeah, and you got to remember eight and a half, almost thirty, eight and a half in five years is going to feel like six, and that feels like a decent spot for, you know, like no, we all looked at the Michael Backlund contract that's about to expire. And we're like, huh, I don't know. It's been a good deal. Like he's given you really solid minutes. He's gotten some selkie votes along the way. He always flirts with 20. It's tough minutes, great penalty killer. And what was it? Five and change. Like 
it wasn't as painful as you thought. Yeah. And the thing, Holmes you got can... more offensive upside and the same defensive responsibility as back then. I, I wouldn't be yeah. worried about that contract, but to Rhett's point, you can't collect six of those. And you've already got Uyghur getting old. You've already got Coleman getting old. You already have Kadri and Huberto getting old. Okay, I thought you had something else there. Uh, no, the, I, the other I, part I, of it I would is... just say the same thing. It's Sorry. No, I was, and, and the other part where I, I think they're, for Conroy, it feels, oh boy, you feel for Craig Conroy. I'm with you guys. I think we've said it. This is, this is almost a gift where he has a path to make the team better in a hurry. But also, if deals aren't done by Wednesday, then they aren't done by Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that, oh shit, your opportunity, you'd like to maybe get some picks out of this draft, out of this first round for sure. But I think the other thing that's going to happen that, and that is happening, and I get it, there's a lot of agents and GMs, I bet, that are testing a new GM. Yep. Yes. 100% that. Craig is such a nice guy. He's new. There's pressure. Look at all these guys went out. I bet you Conroy's feeling the heat. Let's go see what we can do. Hey, that offer that we made, let's take a little off the table and see what we can do. They are going to absolutely be trying to flex on Craig Conroy right now to see just where, where he at. What, what are you able to withstand mentally? What kind of, can you handle the pressure? And I think that he can. I think that he's remember, a guy no, right remember. now that sees that as like no, I I don't need to make I don't need to make six deals by Wednesday at five p.m. Mountain time. You don't need- if the deal isn't good. Hey, pack your shit and I'll see you at camp. And then you don't have a no trade clause, so we'll see how it goes. Or we talk to someone on July four when they miss out on free agency. They were looking to plug a hole. Someone else outbid them. Okay, now I do need a D man. We'll revisit the Hannafin. I He's would like to have... see Matt in this class, but there's a lot of parts here. They don't have to do all of their work this week. I'd like to see some of it done. It would help. Yeah, you believe in the draft. That's why you're anxious to get things done now. 100%. But I think he's got to take a, a page out of Sackick and Stevie Wise book. There were times where Sackick and Stevie Y both had situations going on. It was uh, O'Reilly, wasn't it, in uh, – in, um, Colorado. Colorado. Duchesne in and, Colorado as and, well. Those are two untenable No, it was Duchesne. It might have been – I think it was Duchesne. Sorry. Uh, and then in, in Tampa, it was Drouin. Drouin, yeah. And they just that. said, well, you can – sorry. We're, we'll wait and see. And we, and myself included, we all thought, man, they are going to get held over a barrel and they're going to get yeah. screwed or they got to get something done. You know, they waited it out. And guess what? turned out real good for him yeah no it was they've they waited too long on duchene they can't win this deal and for stevie Y, it's like look at this number three or four overall pick you know he's he's gonna sit out a season he's threatening to do like there's no way they get value back he turned duran and sergachev a much better player and in denver joe sackett got bowen byram with the third overall pick plus plus with sam gerrard and the nashville stuff as well like that, that was a sensational couple of trades to your point now, part of the thing just with the Durant specifically is he wanted out. He wasn't playing well at the time, and it was get into the lineup and play well so that we can get something for you. For Tyler Toffoli, this is kind of max, you know, max value, I think, for him. If you get something that you can that, that makes a yep. lot of sense, I think you pull the trigger. But if you look at it and this doesn't really make sense for us. This player, like a, he's expiring in a year. We don't, it's not make, 
start the season. Hey, Tyler, we'll see you in camp. Get in there, start playing, and we'll see what we can do for you when we get into the season. Maybe he teams might have be, injuries. Maybe we get to the right. deadline, but he, there's he no might need. be more valuable at the deadline. Yeah, there's no need for the Flames to take a a deal they aren't happy with. I, I think, especially when you talk about Backlund, Zadorov, Tanev, like those guys feel yeah. like in season that they can suit some needs where they might not be a, another team's first choice in June or July, but at the deadline, we lost a dude to a knee injury. God damn it. We need someone that could play 25 minutes. Chris Danov. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that's the, da- I mean, the that's, downside to any of that is just avoiding injury for those players. Like that's 100%. the gamble. And that's why I think you'd like to not do it with Lindholm and Hannafin. And, and Hannafin stated his preference. We don't know yet on Lindholm, but those are the ones where you're losing the most if something goes sideways. They're, they're, those are your two most important chips. If they could arrive in camp with clarity or resolution in both those situations, it's harder to screw this whole thing up because those are the two most valuable things you have in your hands. If you, if somehow Backlund gets hurt and you trade him for nothing, he's like, well, maybe we could have got a second, but you know what? That was a hell of a 15, 18 years, whatever yeah. it is. Take your $5 million. Move Use on. the cap space. Yeah. yeah, that that's that's a first round pick that did well. Thanks, that was great. Yeah, no, it was, and you know, it it wasn't the the straight linear one year a little better than next, but eventually, damn it, that was a good player for a long time. Would love to know though, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, what, what the kind of offers they're getting? What what they've seen so far? My guess would be it's probably not. I, I do. I think that there's going to be a lot of teams slow playing. They are not coming with anything close to their best offer right now just to see what Conroy is going to do. I almost wonder to a certain extent if his good nature, it's because we always kind of laugh about Burke when he didn't nah. trade Camilleri. And he says, you got you to establish yourself. You got to draw a hard line or, or other GMs are going to know that they can just lean on you and have you break at the 11th hour. I think that Conroy Dave is going to have to do it. Yeah, That's why he's got the, you know what I mean? Like, he might be anxious, but those guys sitting beside him, Maloney and Donis, they should be saying, oh, hey, ooh, you're good, you're big good. fella. Take it easy. We're good. We're the good. other thing is if, if it's me trying to work a deal with Dean and there's really no one else interested, that's a spot where I think GMs are really going to lean on, Craig. If you've got five teams bidding for Noah Hannafin, fellas, best offers by this time, and if it's not good enough, we're not moving them. I mean, that's a situ- situation where I worry less about him getting fleeced or feeling the pressure. If you get a bidding war, those GMs should feel competition against each other, not this need to hose Connie. I, I, to me, I find it interesting. There was that rumors of a big deal going down between a bunch of teams uh, over the weekend, and it didn't turn out because of Krug or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to me when you're when you have this many pieces. How complicated do you want to get? Because I, that, you know, like, and who else is, if you start making these moves, who else is available? Everyone? Is Markstrom in the game? He's got the no move, and he said that he wants to come back. So I think that's way down the road. But I yeah. get your point. Like, if you're I mean, maybe Markstrom. No one yeah, Mar- off limits, right? yeah, if it's not Mark, I'm just throwing a name out there. But, right? Like, Buffalo, and I, I go back to Buffalo because of their needs. They need a goal. They've got a kid who's a goaltender that's supposed to be really good, and they need defensemen. Like, a Hannafin Markstrom to Buffalo would be, now, I don't know what they have for assets. I'm just saying, 
Conroy's moving enough pieces that it could get, do you want to get complicated or is that a bad idea or is that the best idea? Right? Like there are a lot of things I think you could try and I, and it's stupid to compare it, but if you play fantasy baseball or fantasy, you start do you start going down the GM path and having all these, well, if I move this guy, then I could pull this over here. If we move a trade, right? Like there's a lot of pieces to try and juggle. Or you can try to juggle a lot of pieces. I, I think for clarity's sake, you, Noah Hannafin's your most valuable piece that you've got a hard answer on. That's where you start. And if you need to add other things, sure. But to not overcomplicate things, you start with Hannafin. You look for clarity on Lindholm. Toffoli's already told you. Like, that's where you start. And if you haven't got around to Backland by the time August rolls around, that's fine by me. If someone else wants him added in a deal, okay, now he's added in. But And to me, the only urgency for any of those guys is a draft pick in the first round this year. Yeah. To maybe second round, but that's the only pressure point to me mm-hmm. is if, if there's no picks included, then I'm, I'm going to sit and wait. Yeah. And and Buffalo holds pick 13, Rhett. You know that organization. Number 13 is going to be a good player. I'm sure they love good young players, but I think that it's also a point in every organization's life cycle where they say, this is the time we need to add veterans. We don't need a kid that's going to be really helpful and hitting his prime in four or five years. Is it now? Same question with Detroit. They hold two picks. Um, you know, it's there's I, I looked at it today. There's nine, ten picks that have already changed hands in this first round. People know they're valuable, but they're also moving. One other thing I'll get to in a minute. Just want to talk about St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. Championship golf course, casino, spa, restaurants, fresh air, tranquility, peace and quiet, unless Pinder is there, Mm. in which case then uh, uh, it's time to discover or rediscover the St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. SaintEugene.ca is the website. It's whatever you want it to be. Do you want it to be a golf trip? It can be. Do you want it just to be we're going to decompress and get away from the city and just get to the mountains and chill. Then you can do that too. At Twitter, at Instagram, at St. Eugene resort is the, uh, the social media and book in now for both golf hotel, whatever it is, St. Eugene.ca. Can't wait to get out there looking like uh, July. Might be the time. Um, just talking about, cause we've talked about going back to last week. And is there another way to, I guess, two things. Can you solve more of your issues because maybe some of these guys are so sought after like a Hannafin, the trouble being that probably the other things you want to do are big, big money. And I think we saw one of those deals on the weekend that show you how hard it is to move money. And basically Barry Trot said that Ryan Johansson to Colorado for Galchenyuk, who's a UFA who they're just going to. So basically they, they traded Ryan Johansson ate half of the money just to get rid of them. Just to get to get to get money back to find space on their on their cap. It's really really hard. And he basically said, "We're we're just kind of projecting out from here." I saw an article. I think it was on the Athletic this morning. We were paying him eight million. We're eating half. So yeah, we're there's four million of our cap going, but we're getting four million back. And we just feel like moving forward, that four million is going to be very very valuable. And they'd rather do that. In, in a way, losing a trade, if you want to call it that, other instead of giving up picks or prospects. It was time there, and I think that that helps with Barry Trotz's fresh start. If he's saying we're paying a guy to be a number one center that's not it, 
and maybe he's not the culture setter in the room or maybe not the, the identity that we want to play with. Let's cut bait. Let's get four million bucks of cap space and start collecting with our identity type guys. And for Johansson in Colorado, I like slide in behind Nathan McKinnon. That's a lot yeah, easier so matchups, terrible. right? And for them, four million for a yeah. guy that could be a point f- per game if he's right. Yeah. So they kind of got a centerman almost for free because Galchenyuk's right. It's there. Well, and that's the Nazem Kadri hole they never filled, right? Yeah. They never really replaced that number two center. So it's hard to hard to get that money going, Red. It's difficult. And I guess I'm going to ask you this, and this is maybe a question for next week or later this week once we know. But if if these deals don't get done, if maybe one of these deals gets done, how uncomfortable are you? Because I know you, you we had, I think, the montage. You saw there mm-hmm. how uh, you were quite animated about it, about guys that don't want to be here. How many of these guys are you willing to bring back next season in a situation where maybe you, no one was giving you a good va- fair value? You are not desperate. Hey, come back to camp and we'll see what we can do for you next year. Who of that group or how many of that group are you okay bringing back into the dressing room, albeit for one year max? Well, I think that my assumption is that it's going to be tough to make the playoffs. If we move everyone, it's going to be tough to make the playoffs anyway. So, if they all come back and the room's no good and we don't make the playoffs, how much worse off are we? Yeah. I guess I, I just mean in terms of that Friday, the attitude because you I talked know, about I the know. room. Yeah. I, I know. The attitude will suck, but we're not making the playoffs. So if you all had a shitty attitude last year, and it's not going to change. We're not going to be in a worse spot than last year. Mm-hmm. Or, and even if we are, the expectation is not to make the playoffs. Play it out. Play the piss out of the guys you want to move. Try and move them at the deadline and, and go from there. The other thing I said on Friday was some of these guys need to have their feet held to the fire. Uh, that Pierre-Luc Dubois second request to leave and doesn't never shows up and gives you his all consistently. Anyway, I also said, make the, play hardball with these guys. You don't have to give and give and give. And that's a great lesson for, for Conroy or standard for Conroy. You don't get to dictate. You sign a contract, show up and play. Now, will yeah. it result in, in in a playoff run or a Stanley Cup? I'm skeptical, but you got a new coach. You got a, The coach was the problem. So you got a new coach in the room. Let Huska do his thing. Maybe the guy's got the answers. Well, he's been the, there, and, and the people that knew this way more than us in terms of management, they, they picked him, so there's got to be some hope that he can solve some of the issues that were there that remain. And I swear I'm with you. Like, it, put Huberto on the wing that he wants to play and give him 23 a night, not 18. And if he sucks still, it's on him. But the onus yes. is on the players now. It's it's not – there's no more excuses and pointed fingers. Nazem Kadri, look in the mirror. You were dog shit after the All-Star game. Jonathan Huberto, look in the mirror. You were a point per game four seasons in a row coming into Calgary, and you looked the shadow of yourself. The coach is gone. That was your excuse. Now it's time to play better. So to answer your question, if you don't get the return that you think is sufficient, then carry on. Yeah, because it's, it's going to resolve yeah. itself in a year, right? Yeah. Well, not all, not Kadri or Huberto, yeah. but all those other free agents. It's going to resolve itself. Even like, 
Frank has said it. It's not the approach I would want, but if I'm going to dump guys, I'll wait till mid season or the deadline to dump guys for nothing. If what I'm getting in return is nothing this year, well, I'll wait. I have to think if only, cause we've looked at that UFA crop of defensemen. Not it's good. not nothing. great. And now you've got Noah Hannafin available. Yeah. You know, whether or not he would come back. I mean, it's not that he just says he's not going to resign in a year's time. I think that there's an opportunity sooner than later. I don't know if that's the case with Toffoli. Because I, I think if you're a contending team, what is Toffoli? He's a guy who's worth 30. I know that. There's something, something, else, something else to consider with all these guys on last year's or contract. When do players typically play their best? They'll be motivated, right? Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Like, years and contract years. Yeah, none happens. Of, none of those happens. guys are looking at not getting another contract in a year. Right. Yeah. They right. all want to get paid. Play well. Yeah. And, and look, the, the cap's going up. You're in a great spot. Have a great year. Yeah, all you, year, please. Yeah. Come on in, Ryan. Play the piss out of these guys. Hey, you guys, I know you're not coming back. You have the best year of your lives. Go ahead. I wish you all the best with the uh, free agency and so Play the piss out of them. You guys yeah. go have great seasons. I'll move you at the deadline. See ya. Yeah, Nikita Zadorov. If you want to pick any city you want to play in and make a shitload of money, prove you're a top four this year and have a sensational season. I don't know that he yeah. can do it, but it's all there for you. All the opportunity. Yeah. Tyler Foley, score thirty five and pick your spot. I mean, maybe he has to do that elsewhere because he's requested out. Same thing, Michael Backlund. You want to score twenty and get sulky votes? You're going to pick your spot in the summer. Go get it. Yeah, I, I, all I was saying with Toffoli was. I'm not sure if the market's as robust. I just don't yeah. know if it's a, if it's a this week deal. I, I almost wonder if he yeah. if he's a guy like you say he's going to come back. And I, I don't know who. Well, he was the one that said I'd like to be traded. Depending on who. He's, no, he's I just mean next that... year he's got to come back. If, if you, you don't trade him, he's got to come back. Yes. I don't know that he can put up those numbers if Lindholm isn't here, but. Um... I don't fair, know where totally fair. If you're a contending team, you probably have some other things or you think you're a contender and then it, maybe it, you get a Toffoli. The, the shitty part year. for Tyler Toffoli is, and it might've been effed up last year. They should have traded him. But the shitty part for Tyler Toffoli is what we talk about. Do you want to sign up long term? Moving forward, are you expecting 35 a year for the next 10 years or 10, five years? I'm not. No. Yeah, and there's right? other teams so that they might not be interested because it's like they only need a year. I think, like, I, exactly. The Devils, that's, that's it. a They're perfect not, guy to add. If you're the Rangers, yes. you're just losing Tarasenko and Kane. If you're Toronto, I know there's other areas, but that's a value contract. If you're St. Louis, you've got three firsts. Use one of 25 or 29 to bring in a 35 goal guy. If you're Colorado, add another second liner that can score with you. I mean, I, I think there'll be a market for Toffoli. It was only a year and a half ago that he was moved for a first and a and fifth to me that's, and another asset. And that has to be the price, right? If first you don't plus. get it a first plus, yeah. you don't trade him yeah. right now. And look, part of that deal was Tyler Pitlick and his money getting eaten by Montreal. And, and another part of it was you're getting two seasons and theoretically, you know, two playoff runs out of Toffoli or three if you play, went all the way through. But I still think with the cap being so tight, there is nowhere you can shop and find a 30-plus goal guy at his price range. It's not even close. It, it, and at the other, you, you want to really sweeten the pot, eat half, make him $2.5 million, 2.25 player. Like you I get a, think, a, a First plus for sure. I think that's that's where the secret sauce is. 
what's Mr. Edwards want to spend on uh, paying for other people's players? Because if he's willing to eat money this mm -hmm. year, I think you are. Uh, I think it's uh, if you get if you, you're moving guys out and you create that cap space and you'll eat some of it for for those teams to take these guys on. You are the rewards will be huge. I like you're dancing. Yeah, because all of a sudden instead yeah. of talking to one or two teams, it might be five red, right? Yes. And honestly, you I you want Tyler Foley for two million? Sure, or whatever. You got to eat half. Like who will eat half? Right, like Michael I, Backlund. I agree. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. But it's going to be up to Mr. Edwards. What are you willing to eat? Like, yeah, that's. Yeah, it, it's eating, and in a way, it's it's not like it's well, moving. You know what you're doing? You're investing in the, you're investing in the future. Is what you're doing. You're paying. Yeah, you're you're paying yeah. for a draft pick. I'm going to give you two million bucks for that draft pick. Okay, well, let's do and it. To to further Rhett's point, next year when all these guys are off the books and you've got a bunch of cap space. Bring someone in at the Do deadline that's on the last year of his contract with a second rounder. Remember how you, you gave Sean Monahan yes. away with a first just to get rid of his money? Be that team for a year. Do it again. Keep doing yes. it. And then when that new rink opens, that shiny new cash machine, your team might be real good. And then that is, I mean, I don't think we have to explain to Murray Edwards about making money. He's better at it than maybe anyone in the else in the history of our province. That that's a windfall there if you can have a, a really good young team in a new building. And honestly, I just think, you know, we talk about ownership and all of that. I just think it's too obvious. This is this is a huge shift. This isn't one player leaving and you got a bunch. It's it's obvious. It's it's clear what's happening. And like you say, you all of it makes sense. It just makes too much sense for for the owner to. to to dig his heels in and say no, I. I but need it's to also easy. Guys. Like it's, it's also easy for us to say, "Hey, yeah. spend ten on nothing. Come on, it's but for the already, future." But it's it, it's not as though it's money he wasn't already spending. You're already committed to spending it, in this right? So they've been a cap team every year that Bradshaw Living was here, and no one's worried about them not being a cap team. It's you're not more, wanting to buy them out, remember? Which is money down the road. It's yes. for this year, money of contracts that you've already committed to spending. I know what you're saying, but I, I think yeah, that that's easier than swallowing. Hey, let's I'm, buy out the final four years of this deal. Yeah, yeah. it's eight years of no. of money, but uh, very different. But yeah, I, one year of pain for a lot of gain in theory. I can't believe they hired Conroy and not us. Well, I mean, are, Brett, can you get a special advisor status? Iggy got one of those. Handed them out like candy. You give a few badges. Give you get a little anybody, pin on your jacket. Yeah. Special advisor. I'll try. I've been watching the uh, I've been watching the screen and seeing things passing by, by quickly passing on by. the passenger uh, side. Yeah, you're uh, you're running at an incredible incredible rate here. Risk. Right? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Well, we slowed down to 125, and it feels like we're crawling now. So that's miles an hour. Wow, jeez. Wow. <laughs> like look <laughs> look at the shit just blowing by. <laughs> Ying. It's overpass. <laughs> yeah. Shoveler Verstappen there behind the wheel. Let's do the uh, let's do the Pinder report. It's a presentation of Village Honda. They want to buy your ride, even if you don't buy theirs. They want to buy your ride. Top nice. trade and appraisals, payment in twenty four hours, stress free, and for a limited time, get a family ticket bundle for Cavalry FC. Get your complimentary appraisal done today. Go online, villagehonda.com. Village Honda with the Pinder report. 
Fellas, big week in Flames land. We Let's talked, see your eyeball. Uh, Let's see your eye. No, we're not doing Show the eye. Show your eye. Honestly, it's gross. I will send you a, a private uh, message. I, I will slide into your DMs with gross pussy It's eye. making noise. I can hear it from here. <laughs> it's <laughs> gross. Am I going to get through customs? <laughs> we don't know the answer. Uh, let's start with the Flames news. We talked about all of it. If you're looking for just a primer on what the hell could be happening, our boy Bob Germany uh, looking at four draft day trade proposals involving the Flames. That's worth a read on Flames Nation. Uh, lots of stuff there, as including Calgary born, local, raised, groomed, developed draft potential guys. Lots of Calgary and uh, Flames-focused content as we head towards the draft. Round one is Wednesday night. Thursday, rounds two through seven. We will be in Nashville. Live shows Wednesday and Thursday. And we've got a draft primer tomorrow with Byron Bader of HockeyProspecting.com and Joel Henderson, Hendo, of Future Considerations Hockey. Lots happening in the NHL, Rhett. We talked about it. Ryan Johansson on the move to Colorado. Half the money eaten by Nashville couple of years left he will slot into that second line center position with the Avs who are without Gabe Landeskog who still have Rantanen, McKinnon, Makar, etc. It's a good team a cup contender and it seems like a better spot for Johansson line. Other deals that were rumored to be close you alluded to one Rhett it sounds like Tory Krug wouldn't wave and if he did well then maybe Kevin Hayes could be in St. Louis and if that was the case well then all these other deals are going to get done um, that's one that's hung up and we're waiting to see if there's resolution other ones that feel like there's a lot of smoke and may get done. Pierre Luc Dubois to the Kings. They sent Dursey to Arizona to clear cap space. The defensemen Kings aren't sitting around. That's a couple aggressive moves. They made first getting rid of, uh, the Cal Peterson money in that Provorov deal, uh, re-upping Gavrikov and now moving out Dursey, making room financially for, well, maybe it's Pierre Luc Dubois. And word this morning that Montreal, which was always rumored as a fit for Dubois, obviously, yeah. have maybe uh, circled back around to see just how serious Winnipeg is about sending him to Los Angeles, because maybe there's a chance. So it's, that draft is uh, what, Wednesday night? Wednesday night. Still well, time. I would think there's uh, that, that, that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Could be done by then. Another deal that we're hearing, and I think there's some confusion about the legality of it. Tony D'Angelo, remember how unloyal the Canes are? And it's like, screw you. If, if it's not a deal, we're not interested. Uh, we're about winning. And if you don't fit, you don't fit. You're too expensive. Get out of here. They got assets for Tony D'Angelo. The Flyers re-upped him. And now it sounds like they might be buying him back at a fraction of the price. Uh, but 
there is some complications with bringing a guy back on a deal that you had and other teams getting money. So I don't know what if we'll get resolution on that as well. But imagine Tony D coming back and Philly paying half the ticket for him to be on the Canes again. Yeah, Pierre LeBrun had a little bit on that because it's they don't want you circumventing the cap. Oh, you traded him here and then we'll eat money and we'll send him back to you. I think July 9th was the date that that went down. A so year in theory, they could yeah. wait until July 10 or whatever. Sure. And the year has passed, but. Um, and Kevin Hayes very much a name that uh, Frank Saravalli's had out there for months. Uh, St. Louis interested in him. Krug was going to go. But, I mean, there's lots happening here. The, the, it feels like we could have a few whoppers by the time uh, round one Flame gets broiled. Do you like I the thought, whopper, Rhett? I, I, I'm done with the fast food. I'm a health kick now. Oh, oh look at this. <laughs> this is uh, just on the – Also. On the, yeah. On the Eva Bologna fest, potential. Yeah. Al know. Although I did have a, sh a uh, Shake Shack burger the other day, yesterday. What are you so, going to eat at the airport there? Uh, hell this, uh, oh, I'm going to go fish and chips. <laughs> so are, are you 24 hours into the yeah. fast food? No, no, uh, uh, 12, 12. 12 hours. Well, All good right. for you, buddy. Stay strong. Yeah, You've come this far. Uh, and peace. I can't believe Conroy's not making deals with his boys in L.A. I thought Lindholm would be a nice fit there. Well, and if they get Pierre-Luc Dubois, you would have Kopitar, Dubois, Dano, Byfield, obviously would play the wing. I really like that Blake Lazard as a fourth-line center. Like, there's lots there. That uh, down the middle, depth. Hmm. Mm. Uh, Sabres, you'll like this right now. I don't know if you were here at the time of this photo, but check this out. This is an old Sabres photo. There's Chris Drury, yeah, Danny Briere, and Mike Greer. Were you there? Because all three will be at the draft in Nashville, and you won't be. GMs. I got traded for Drury, so hard for me to be there with him. That's tricky. That's a very good point. I didn't think about yeah. that angle. Hmm. Surprise you at all that any one of these three or all three are GMs? There's got to be a lot of surprise. All three are there this this year. Holy moly! I don't know. I guess <laughs> I didn't. I don't know Drury from a hole in the wall. That's Breer was a good dude. Played World Juniors with him. I don't know Greer other than I ran him. Edmonton just Ooh. crushed him. Yeah. That's but then best. he took out Roman Turek. Actually, Mike Greer, part of the 2003-2004 run. That's right. That's how you brought Kippersoff to town is yeah. you he ran Mike right. Greer into Roman Turek. I tripped him because he went flying past me. Right. Playing clean. We'll move to baseball. He was tough when you know going wide. He had so much he's yeah, so big and big strong. Freight right? train coming around the right, outside. He gets to the corner. It's tough. What are you gonna do? Let him just go. You gotta take him down. You know, this Turek is... Hey, Rhett, we'll kill that penalty be... off. Don't worry. Those are the ones we kill off. Well, and he loves noodles, yeah. Rhett. I mean, get let's get noodles in here. Let, yeah. let's Come on, noodles. This guy. Buddy. Next thing you know, Kipper arrives and uh, shirts off... Weird how noodles could play with a broken sternum in net, but not... <laughs> Taking shots here. He did play, didn't he? Uh, I, think, I don't know. Let's go to baseball. Lots there, fellas. We'll start with a uh, rock solid start by Yusei Kikuchi. It's been a long time trying to figure out Kikuchi, Dean. What the heck's wrong with this guy? Is it the fastball location? It's his facial hair. Look at this. When shaved, an ERA over five. When he's got the stubble going in the beard, Rhett, a tidy 375. Come on, buddy. Some great journalism from Keegan Matheson. Love that. That's kind of hard hitting data. I love. Yeah, you got to hide what's the. Harry's what is it the Harry's razors that they all talk about online get them off get them off the razors that's right hide the razors team beard there you go uh there is a young star Ellie De La Cruz in Cincinnati who is making waves just up in the bigs for a few weeks now Rhett have a watch here uh nice when you're having success early but then there's another tier 
of success with opportunities. De La Cruz, right center. Down base hit. Could he go free? India run third. India scores. It's a cycle. He hit for the cycle. Three weeks into his big league career. And they're losing it in Cincinnati. Mania. The Reds have not had anything to be excited about for years. Maybe the odd Joey Votto season. Good for them. Good for Ellie Delacruz. Yeah, sure. You ever been to Cincy? Oh, Me? Don't shovel her. Don't, don't turn her. No. Go straight. Straight, 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 straight. No, we're going to have an accident. Here. What are you turning for? Right? <laughs> don't have an accident. <laughs> I've never been to Cincy. No. I don't, what for? I hate the Bengals. Joe Burrow can beat it. O-H-I-O. O-H. I know. Uh, you know the first round uh, basketball player, the was it Wembenyama, the tall, bugger? The seven foot yeah. four guy. Well, he's uh, he posted this on Twitter and just reminded us how tall he is. That is him with the uh, baby blue. He's the one that's not fifty years old here, by the way. On the right, uh, that's Tim Duncan, who's look at the dreads. Tim's got some vibes there, and he's like what six ten something like that. David oh, Robinson, he's seven, is he seven footer? The Manu Ginobili, the uh, Argentinian next to him. And then the Admiral David Robinson, who's seven foot one. Next to you. Seven foot one. It looks like bring your kid to school day. Hey, this little kid's fella. a monster. Seven foot four. Oh, impressive stuff. Yeah. What's impressive about it? The lucky bugger. Like if so I was seven four, I what do you mean impressive? What's he well, got done? He's you put so much time and energy into being tall. You would be Sean Bradley under the hoop, just getting like eight points and 15 rebounds a night. This guy's a shooter and moves like a point guard. That's he impressive. has spent his entire life being tall, getting tall <laughs> every day. You, you look, you find him. He's out there somewhere just being getting tall. tall. Yeah. This has been your NBA update. Let's move to the CFL. All things CFL. Uh, the stamps, a whole world of pain. They continue to lose playmakers on offense. They lose to the Melonheads at home in front of just a oh. hair under 25,000 on Saturday. Here's our boy Danny Austin alive from the 55. A little breakdown of what happened and where they're High at week now. And then Winnipeg, they're not beating the Bombers. Like If you don't have your skilled players, there's not just a bunch of guys who can come in and be 1,000-yard receivers waiting on the sidelines for their CFL opportunities. And Jake Mayer, and it's not specifically Jake Mayer, it's – almost everybody in this league at quarterback from Zach Claris all the way down would need help in that situation. Yeah. There's, there isn't a guy in the, in the CFL that you can look to that would own that offense and just make it better with what three starting Canadian rookies. Yeah. I have fans who are being like, Oh, Danny, you're making excuses for Jake. I don't think Jake was very good yesterday. I also think like I got to cover Bolivar Mitchell's glory years. He always had two receivers too. He just knew where they were going to be and could go to for first downs. Not good. Um, Malik Henry done for the year with an Achilles. Ugh, Jordan six game as well. It's this is it's a hard no bueno, I believe. It is a heavy no bueno. Yeah. Uh, at least we do have good news on the stamps front. Uh, we take pride in being cutting edge and really on the the front side of the reporting on this particular stamps angle. Check out the wheels on the new world's fastest cow. Right, they had cow tryouts. Oh. They weren't messing around. Check out the cow. This is courtesy of stamps honk John Bender. As uh, a cow is flying, yard Watch him go. And here's the afterburners. Whoa. Whoa. Good night. 
That is 50 oh. yards he beats him by, maybe 18. After spotting him 10, a cow can move. Cow is in shape. Dickinson just signed him up. Yeah, the bovine blazer. Look at him go. Whew. That's the only good news in Stampsland, I yeah, think, yeah. when you lose to the Riders at home. World's fastest yeah, cow. The riders won. Overtime, though. I mean, you know, good game. Yeah, yeah what are you going to Get a loser point for that or what? Go Riders. Two, two or three, something like that. Zero. Uh, the, if there's any, I guess, happiness in Stamps lines, it's that the Elks still haven't won at home, you know, ever. <laughs> they have not won a home game Jeez. in three years since they changed their name, actually. They have not won a home they, game? It's like they over a thousand days, Rhett. It's insane. Wow. And it's and the CFL. I know it's like there's always a doormat, and they've yeah. won a bunch on the road, not a lot, but like three, four, Enough. five a year. They haven't won at home. Like pre-pandemic was the last home win. Oh, well, I feel terrible for that. Better. Weird how that goes. Yeah. Calvary FC at home. It was their pride game, and they hosted York, looking for a little revenge. One-one late, and it's Ali Musi stepping up to a free kick. Watch this, Rhett. This is something special. What a bang. That's a banger. Ali Kissing the crossbar and in. <laughs> That's your game winner. That's 84th minute, 2-1 Cavs to break the tie. Pretty, pretty, pretty. And a big win in front of a huge crowd. I think almost sold out, like 45 to 4,800 there on Saturday. Great stuff to hear. Love to see it. CEBL, the surge were in action on the road in uh, the flat rectangular province, Rhett. How about that? Cavs? Manitoba. So, uh, sorry, the uh, the surge victorious, and they're back home on Wednesday. Our boy Jack will be cheering them on. Mm-hmm. So they face the shooting stars, a name you despise with uh, all your heart. Terrible. It's Terrible lame. Name. Uh, do you like when life mimics... Fiction, because it's usually the opposite. We're in fiction and reality. Remember the movie like I get a ha- Magic Wand? Well, maybe it's like a character from a movie that becomes real, because we all remember the movie Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah. Uh, this kid oh, just yeah. committed to college. Check this out. <laughs> He's going to oh, Ball State. Not a boy, Happy. It's an actual kid named Happy Gilmore. Yes. And like Shooter like McGavin's on Twitter interacting with him. The PGA's well, Sandler him. was even this is amazing. congratulating him on Good Twitter. on the parents, I say. Have I was thinking fun. about the timeline. There's no way he was born if he's just going to college now. He had to be after. They named him after the goddamn show. This is well, that's, beautiful. Yeah, yes. It has to be. Do you think he would have like coincidentally been happy Gilmore before the movie? I mean, I just think the timeline, like it's he's the parents, great taste in films. Best of luck to the kid. Happy Gilmore. And he was on, on his Twitter buyer, uh, bio. Yes, I can do the Happy Gilmore drive where he runs up on the TV. He can do it. So, I, I mean, it's the whole package. He's there. Prove it. Uh, Rhett, we got video of you and your brother. Was he out visiting again? Trevor. This is a new sport Bro. you and Trev have invented. Trevor. Drunk you, you've been training other people. This is like soccer meets volleyball meets ping pong. Let's have a watch as the Warner Brothers. When does this take over for, what was that? Uh Last week we had basketball oh. trampolines. Look at this. Yeah, no, we we're not one, good at this sport. Two, bang what over, one, two, bang over. Oh, he's gonna get it. Don't worry, bang. No, it's just his head. Look at this bang. He did that with his head. Yes. Look, they're like digging these out with their heads, no hands. Oh, and oh, headbutt. My goodness. Jeez. So it's like table tennis with a volleyball and a, it's hacky sack. 
It's unbelievable. I can't believe the Warner. This is what you were doing back in uh, Frontier, apparently. New sport. Yeah, there's been a lot of big, big Frontierians love this sport. Yeah. Frontierians. It's at the rec center. And finally, the shoveler. You know how good she is with the pets. We've shown your cats a bunch. She's got a great little gag that she. I hope she's okay with us sharing. Uh, this is uh, what your parrot. I forget what the parrot's name is. What's the parrot's what is it? Name? Wow, parrot's got name? so many pets. Somebody. Yeah. Well, have a look. You'll remember her name. So many pets. Peter. Yeah, this Peter. is Peter Parrot. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> and but you mean the best. And and I'm sorry. So good. I, it's, it's tough that you had to give Peter Parrot away because you're coming back for the summer, and I just hope yeah. Peter's still there in the fall when you're back in Buffalo. Peter will be all right. Take care of himself. Look at it. <laughs> for those that aren't watching, if you aren't watching, you can't go to It's YouTube. too much. It's just, you can't explain it. Go go all right, I got to go. I'm at the airport. I'm going to get in trouble. See you, Rat. Bye. He's going to get in trouble. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, get road trip ready with the essentials detailing starting at just $79.95 from Village Honda. They proudly service all makes and models. Stop in reward. It's the award-winning service department. Get that vehicle all tip top ship shape before you hit the road for the big cross country or wherever you're going a big road trip. Make sure your vehicle's ready for it. Stop in at Village Honda, your one-stop automotive destination in YYC, which is Calgary. They, they're your dealership for life in the Northwest Auto Mall and online at villagehonda.com. He's gone just like that. That's, that is, that's right in a nutshell. He was going to be driving home and now he's flying and then he's gone. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. People are asking, oh yeah, what's up with Rhett? Where is he living? I, I don't know. I mean, the answer changes every week and he doesn't know. How can we know? No, he doesn't know. I'm surprised. It's not some evil thing where he's trying to like, you know, string us along. It's just, he doesn't know. He's living day to day. He had, and if you watched Friday's show, he had his vehicle packed up, two boys in the back seat. Like loaded. They stuff. left the house mm -hmm. for seven minutes. Rhett turned the vehicle around, parked it in the driveway and said, no, we're not, we can't do this. Seven minutes into a three-day drive. A three-day trip, yeah. And said, seven nah. minutes, no, we're going to fly. And decided to do the show that day instead. Yeah. That's was, how we yeah, found out he whole, was on the show. He was there the whole time. Yeah. yeah it, was, mm. it was you that wasn't there. So what, you were up in, uh, I was in Edmonton at the Oilers Nation Hub. headquarters. How I, does it compare to uh, our setup? Uh, they need a studio like this. Like they've got some rooms where they do stuff, but they're a little, they're a little tight. Is it? Yeah, it's a little jankier than that. But at the same thing, there's a bunch of them up there. Right? It was at a beautiful part of Edmonton. I thought that was an oxymoron, but they're right down in the River Valley. Gorgeous new building. There's yeah. like a little bakery beneath them and a pub next door. Like, this is amazing. And you know what I've heard huh? is that their internet is shit. No. Yeah. What? They can't uh, get the, the good internet where they are. So you're an internet company. Come on, boss. Come on. Figure it out. Figure it out. That's disappointing. Have you got a little FOMO? There's a bunch of, there's a lot of people in Nashville already. I've I got a little know. FOMO. I won't I feel, lie to you. I feel both ways about it because it's like, you hate to see people that you know, you like, or you even love that are in Nashville having a great time. But I also, am, you know, just maturing and all this wisdom I've gained. Four days would kill me. I'm not doing four days in Nashville. Yeah. Five days, like tell my family I love them. The thing about it, I, I wonder though, is if four days is better than the two and a half or whatever we're doing, because now you really feel obligated to go get it while we're there. If you got four days, you can have a day where it's just going to just take your foot off the gas and we're okay. Cause we have work days to do that. 
the, the hangover might not hit till like the long weekend for us. It's going to be so chaotic. It just, we'll be on a plane before we know we're leaving. I had said, and neither of you guys uh, agree. I was looking forward to doing a little road trip on the way back. God, no. You don't need to, because there's no rush to get back. Let's take your time. We're going to drive for 10 hours today. We're going to go for 12 hours today, eight hours today. You call the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, what? And tell her there's no rush coming back. Wow. I don't know. That's kind of your department. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, in the chat, someone was asking for a gout update. How was your weekend? Uh, gout, thir- Thursday gout. Gout one nothing. Thursday, yeah. No good. Friday? Turned in a hurry. Remarkably good really? in a short amount of time. I don't one, know one. how or why. Yeah. Um, but right now, it's it's okay. That's great. Yeah, right now, it's uh, it's it's pretty good. I have had my doctor appointment. I am getting lots of pills yeah. for this trip. Get that allopurinol. That's the good stuff. Man. So pills and booze good, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So lots of pills and lots of booze. You might see some What things. could go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Get uh, hallucinations happening. Yeah. 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 Severe liver damage. All kinds of positive outcomes here. So tonight's the awards. Is that what it is? Is that why everyone's there? Why is everyone there? So I believe so, but I really, I I try so hard. I can't care about these things. Yeah. I mean, the awards. Okay. I'm a little bit curious on some of them, but the production of said awards, like NHL players reading off teleprompters, like throw a brick at my face. It's unwatchable. Why? Why is the draft Wednesday, Thursday? Do we know? I don't know. This is a new twist. And I think it's part of putting everything in one spot. I don't know that we usually, I I believe this is the first time, maybe the pandemic was an exception, but awards and draft and free agency. I mean, you might just set up base camp. You could still do that over Friday, Saturday with the draft. I'm just wondering why they're holding the draft. I I think they're tying it all together. Eyeballs. And then you get prime time on a weeknight. Like, again, you could put the awards on a Thursday. Yeah. And and then Friday, Saturday, you could do it that way but i just wonder if they're trying to get jack could you get uh, gary bettman on the phone jack can you call gary we yeah. got to figure out what, the, what are they doing here yeah i mean i don't it's not so much that i he's got gary's number right? care a ton i'm just curious it is we, a new setup if we knew why wednesday but you know the nfl i remember they took the draft to chicago that was their first away draft it used to be at what music city radio hall or whatever they called it in new york city yeah uh, I think this is the NHL trying to be similar, create an atmosphere, a festival atmosphere for a week surrounding the NHL offseason. Awards, draft, Broadway. Sure. Shiner Bach, bowling. Yeah. Puke, regret, signs carving up people's foreheads. I'm excited to get back there. It was debaucherous. Oh, it's going to be a long, long few days. But yeah, we are going to be doing so tomorrow. Regular time for the show. Yep. But it will be a draft special Mm -hmm. with all the trades and all this. We've spent no time talking about who they might be picking. We got you taken care of tomorrow, Dan. We got you taken care of. So tomorrow, a little draft preview. If you care about the uh, if you're into the prospects, the prospect porn and all of that Mm. sort of thing, then that'll be. That'll be your deal for tomorrow. And it's not, we didn't get too dense into the prospects. We basically, at the very end, do a mock draft 1 to 16. But there's a lot of talk about if you're the Flames, like, what are you looking at here? Like, you've got an opportunity to get into this draft. What is this draft? Why do we care? Is it overhyped? Is it underhyped? Can you expect to find a pillar for a, a franchise at 16? Or is it just a tertiary part? A lot of questions and two really good guests. And one from the data side and Byron Bader and the other from the, the scouting side and 
uh, Joel Henderson from tertiary. Mm. Good word. Thank you. Try and incorporate that more, but I struggle with it. Got a little something for you. Oh, you and uh, and for everyone watching, okay. one of our great sponsors, one of our great partners is the Hearing Loss Clinic. Mm -hmm. Now, Travis Rhodes and the people at the Hearing Loss Clinic, they've been doing this for a long time. We've told you about it. They, you start with one, you build out from there, and you go into BC, and before you know it, you've got nine Jeez. locations, four in the city of Calgary, and for years and years, you have grown and helped more and more people with uh, address their hearing loss, and it's it's not any one thing. It could, you can be a hundred, you can be one day old and have, there's no, it's not for old people. It's not one of these things. It affects people of all ages and they're starting to figure out things that if you don't treat hearing loss, if you don't go and get this looked at, it's not just one of those things. Oh, I'll just live with it. It can have other side effects. Tertiary effects. Tertiary effects oh, no. of untreated he hearing loss. So it's becoming more and more commonplace as it should be you go to the dentist i've been saying that. you go to the dentist you go mm -hmm. and do this this should also be in your routine of being healthy and uh just your routine checkups get this looked at i had never been i went i went to the hearing loss clinic because i figured uh probably got something going on here you thought there'd be a boot or a fish hook wasn't or sure what was going to be yeah. in there so i wanted to know is, is yeah are there some uh license plates and car keys. Uh, yeah car keys in there am i hearing i i, I feel like maybe there's a chance you're a little nervous there's weren't you not sure no and again no need to be nervous but let's take a look it's uh boomer goes to the hearing loss clinic <laughs> take a look All right, buddies, the big day. We're here at the Hearing Loss Clinic. We're up at the University District. There's nine locations, five in BC, four in Calgary. It's the brand new one. They opened in August, I think, of last year. How bad's my hearing? 30 years in radio, headphones, loud, lots of ACDC Metallica just pumping into my ear holes. It cannot be good news. But we're here to figure things out. Let's go and see how Boomer's ears are doing, all right? Hearing Loss Clinic, let's go. Radio for many years. Mm -hmm. You wear headphones yep. so that you can hear the music and you mm -hmm. hear everything. And then over time, it just you keep turning it louder and yep. louder and louder. Any other uh, noise exposure through uh, like firearms concerts? No. Or nothing no. major. And it can't be that I'm getting old either. I can't. Well, no. Cowabunga, dudes. Okay. So I'll take a look in your ears, see if sure. there is wax buildup, and then we're gonna go into the booth over here. By the time we're done, we'll show you the results on the graph. Okay? Looking forward. Questions? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. How's my cleanliness? How's my wax? You know what? Everything looks perfect. There is no wax in there whatsoever. You're all done. Yeah. Those pass or fail? I guess it depends on your definition of pass. <laughs> you pass some. 
I'm going to tell you now what I everybody loves to hear. This is definitely a hearing loss I would recommend hearing aids for. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to say, is there any chance that the hearing loss is from sitting close to someone who talks incessantly, <laughs> just all the time? Pinderitis is maybe what it what it is. I don't know. Is there yeah. any chance? I feel like it's likely to be unlikely. Mm. <laughs> how it should be. <laughs> wow. So what's happened for you is over the years, things kind of creep down, creep down. And then all of a sudden I go, okay, well you've compensated over, I don't know, 15 years and now yeah. here you go. Yeah, I, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I, I don't even know how, to, how else to say it. It's, there's, it's like I'm hearing myself so much differently. And even like I can hear the fan, I'm hearing, like I can hear mm -hmm. every, everything is, it's wild. And it's those little nuances to speech, right? If you're missing the S or the T, mm -hmm. I, I kind of think of it as adding almost an extra dimension to the sound as well, because your hearing has kind of stopped at those pitches. So the, yeah, that's what you've been missing as well, right? Awesome. Okay, excellent. Well, I'm glad you came. I am too. This was very eye-opening. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited for you. I think I'm this is going to be great. Too. Yeah, I kind of am too. When you like first get the hearing aids, that's when you should have these guys follow you and just like walk around outside. <laughs> well, I have hearing loss, and I tried to blame Pinder, and Hannah was not really buying it. So maybe that's why I'm so stupid. Is because I've been missing so much of conversation and talk all these years, and I still feel it's got to be Pinder's fault somehow, someway. Buddies! Holy moly. It, uh, so yeah, I'm, I am got a book. I was just texting with Rosie today over at the Hearing Loss Clinic. I got to go in. I had, uh, I picked them out. I got to go fire them in there and make sure everything's good to go. So they turned you on in a sense, didn't they? Like, click, boom. I don't know what you expect, right? I, I, I figured there was going to be something. But, um, crazy how much you were missing. Yeah. For for me, it was I've got the bottom end, yeah. But it's the, the high pitches, the the, the higher stuff that that I've been missing. It was because we put those in. Like, okay, so here's what your hearing should be, and it was like I was saying, it's hard to explain, but just every little thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and and then I took them out, and all I could, I just said, it, it feels very muddy now. What yeah. I've what I've been used to. Because I kept them in for probably about five minutes, and then you take it out, and everything just kind of feels, it's kind of like this. No, 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 come like. back. Where'd you it, go? Yeah, you want to put them back in. Um, I was going to share. Well, I'll share the text here. I should have sent it to Jeff. This is, uh, is uh, life-changing stuff, man. It's pretty good. It's really it's really very cool. I am looking forward to uh, to picking these things up. You say, oh, you should have had them. I'm like, I would have lost both of them if I took them to Nashville. Like, this is not uh, <laughs> this is not the right thing for me. How much do they cost? Because you can flush that if I take them to Nashville. Yeah. So I texted, uh, got out of there. Yep. And texted uh, the woman that I live with. Yep. Right away. I said, Your roommate there. they recommend that I start using hearing aids. She responds, absolutely, you need them. 
no surprise at all. Oh, the poor thing. And then she's you've been blaming her for that. Yeah, and then she texts right. Sorry, didn't mean to be so abrupt, but was that a surprise to you? Really? Um, so so yeah. Go easy on the comment section here. Come on now. They're what saying they... you need a cane for the gout, hearing aids. Listen, that was honestly that was the day when I had my first I was trying, I, we're shooting this. Can you try not and show me limping and hobbling around with my stupid gout and the hearing aids? I mean, do I need a cane? Can somebody help me across the street? But it, it is one of those things. And, and just talking with Hannah and Travis, it, that's part of the stigma is you think, well, it's, it's old people who lose their hearing. Sure. You just lose your. It's not. We're no. all born differently. Yeah. Our bodies are born differently. And some people you need. You need help for this or that. And some people just your hearing isn't where it should be. And you live with it your entire life. And you have no friggin' idea whether it's good or bad. And then you put those things in. Zing. And and yeah, it's immediately uh, noticeable. And it's not as though I had catastrophic. It was just kind of one of those things. Yeah, you are somebody that would benefit from uh, from these things. So, so yeah. my old man started losing his hearing in his 30s out of the blue and super healthy guy. Like, what's going on? And at that time, sort of the, it's the stereotype. Well, he's not old. Why, something, why is this happening? And he was stone deaf by 40. And then he had got a cochlear implant and turning that on after the surgery and it all heals up, they turn him on. It was just night and day, the human that was my father. You could you could be social. You could have a laugh together. We could talk on the phone, which we hadn't been able to do for five to eight years. Yeah. And he, he just like, what's that? Noise? Oh, that's the dog's collar jingling. Oh, my God. And like, oh, that's birds. Like, it was just so much of life that was there. He he sort of wasn't able to notice before. Yeah. It was amazing. It's going to be wild to to wear them. Because I was just sitting in the room. And I yeah. had there was such a noticeable difference to be out in the world. Like she was saying, you should follow your around it'll be like you're seeing color for the first time in your yeah. life so uh can't recommend it enough i i can't wait to get these things and try them out hearingloss.ca is the website they're the best of the best they like nine locations there are five in bc they have them in cranbrook creston fernie golden and invermere and then of course four of them in calgary and uh, i mean i don't know if we're going to maybe we'll take some cameras go up there and, and get them get them fired in there but looking forward to uh to this it, it's 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 probably why i'm so dumb good on you for doing this because i think like you were saying the stigma is oh if it's eyes i just go to the eye doctor and you know, oh i you know if it's if i got a sore tooth i go see the dentist but we need to change that stigma yeah. it's kind of like this thing that we've heard about in the last decade or so with mental health like well, let's talk about it let's not pretend it doesn't exist and i feel like hearing loss is one of those things i'm glad that you've done this and good on you for doing this you didn't have to do this with the camera around you didn't have to talk about it but i feel like a lot of people will benefit from you having you know yeah, I, the, the pride and, and being brave enough to do this because I, I think you're helping turn this tide yeah I, I i guess for me it wasn't even one of those things where i guess it's the stigma it didn't it wasn't about bravery it's like yeah just go check this thing out why mm -hmm. if the technology and that's the thing these things i mean they're, they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller and they almost don't feel like you're wearing anything yeah it's just so little and the technology now it's Bluetooth. You can listen to your music. They replace your AirPods if yep. you want them to. You can have it in what it's it's wild. So yeah, I would. I, I'm seeing some of the things coming in. So go and go and check out the Hearing Loss Clinic. Even you know maybe there's a loved one. If it's not for you, if you suspect there's somebody that would benefit, like you say, with your dad, mm -hmm. maybe a child or your spouse, whatever it is, uh, this is the way to go. This is the way to go. Almost pinned it on me though. You tried a few times. So. I tried hard, eh? <sighs>
but it's both ears and I would yeah, that'd be a tough one to lay on this heavy burden if I was responsible for enough here. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh we'll do our betway bets and then uh and then get the H out of here. We are staying in contact with uh with our sources. Mm. We will be in in Nashville. I was going to say Nashville okay. shows Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, but specifically Wednesday, Thursday, um, ten thirty start time. Yes, Mountain Time. We are going to be back a half an hour. All of the Nation Network folks are there. So Frank Saravelli does daily face off Mountain Time from ten to ten thirty. As soon as he's done, because we're all kind of sharing a set and gear in Nashville. So as soon as Frank is done, we will uh, we'll hop in there. And come to you from Nashville. Big save. Nick's going to be there. A lot of the Oilers Nation guys. I think yeah, there's yeah. a couple guys from Canucks Army coming down. It'll be good. I can't wait. Yeah. And I, I look, I mean, there's some fan bases where it's like, yeah, you know, it's the draft. Like, think about the Oilers conversations. They they moved their first for Eckholm. And, you know, that was a real good swap. He's a good player. But a lot of drama heading in. Maybe something could happen. Calgary Flames are right in the middle of all this. You talk about Calgary Winnipeg, Philadelphia, a few of these other teams. Like, there's a lot of irons in the fire, and I, I would be surprised more than not if there wasn't a pretty big swap between now and the end of round one. Yeah, I, I kind of just just with how it goes, I, I'm I'm preparing for there to be less than you might think. Okay, because there's no pressure, and like I say, I feel like for Conroy, unless it makes sense. Yeah. If you get the deal you like, you don't, do it, but don't rush. You don't have to rush. Yeah. If it involves a really good pick in this year's draft, then yeah, I think you have to obviously strongly consider it. But if no one is, if if they're trying to screw you, if yeah. they think they're going to take advantage of the new guy, don't do then it. Then f them. Yeah, and look, maybe it's one of those things where, hey, I see, you know, hey, Detroit, you got pick seventeen. Yeah. If one of these three players is available. We're not making that deal. If they're all off the board, we'll do this. Deal. Okay, well, let's see how it goes. I mean, there, there'll be deals that are contingent on things like that happening. I I, I think they're going to get a, a reasonable like, – I think they're going to get a fair deal for Hannafin. That's obviously just my gut. I have no intel on this. But just the thought that that type of player is available and everyone's going to have the cap space to re-sign this guy because of how much the cap's going to jump. You can be capped out this year. It doesn't matter. Noah's new deal won't kick in until next year when everyone's going to get an extra yeah. Noah Hannafin amount of money. So – I, I think they'll get a good offer for him, and I'd love to see them add another top 20 pick if they could. Just the people that do this for a living, the amateur scouts, the, the draft people, the people that just fawn over the draft. They've been talking about this draft class for three years, and it, they've had other classes that have been hyped up, and then year of you, you know, it, it didn't really turn out that way. The hype is bigger than it's ever been. It hasn't faded at all. Yeah. You know, Mishkov would be a one in many draft classes, and yes, there's some Russia stuff around it. He might go somewhere between five and eight. Shane Wright and Uri Slavkovsky would be in sort of late single digits into the teens in this draft class. Yeah. It's a special, special group. And there too, I think I can't help it. Who, who knows? Right. But it's, it might be draft floor type stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, if this guy's available, we'll, yeah. okay, we got to do this now. Yeah. The teams won't know if they're going to give that pick up until right before the pick, all of that sort of thing. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to be in Nashville. Looking forward to it. And we'll have something on the Friday show that will be uh, coming from Nashville. It'll be, uh, we don't know what it'll be yet, but it'll be something. <laughs> Maybe it'll just be two hours of you doing high kicks. That's a lot. On Broadway. I, I feel like um, high kicking for charity, raising money. <laughs> 
<laughs> Raising more marath- alcohol to be sure. I don't yeah. want charity. Yeah. Vina Nova is Calgary's lab-grown diamond specialists, the only store in Calgary that specializes exclusively in lab-grown diamonds. In a lot of cases, 75%, 80% less than what you're going to spend on a mined diamond. They have the same composition. In, in a lot of cases, they are of better quality, better structure because they're created perfectly in a lab environment. This is the time of year that you get engaged and you're looking for engagement rings. You want to do this thing in the summer and all that stuff. Then this is the way to go. Vina Nova, their location, downtown showroom, second level of Stephen Avenue place. There's the website, vinanova.com. This is, I think I said it last week with Rhett, just because we do this show and we've been talking about Vina Nova for a long time. I've got a lot of people who are saying, yeah, I didn't realize like mm-hmm. we've been doing this. This is kind of a thing and it is a thing. We're going to, we're, uh, we're educating, we're bringing it to the masses. No one knew about lab-grown diamonds until Barnburner. That's what I'm convinced. I tell you what. Oh, yeah, yeah, what? She's quite impressed. Oh, yeah. She's like, this is the way to go. In fact, let's bling out this tennis bracelet. Let's go there. Okay. All right. Let's go. You and Justin will talk. I'll go wander the halls. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Just leave it in the hands of the people that need their hands on the wheel. It worked for me, and it was, you love having that, uh, you know, that pop when they open the gift and, oh, look at this. It's also pretty cool to say, look, we're going to the store look around we're getting you something their minds are blown their minds are blown second level stephen avenue place vena nova and i need to contact uh justin because yep. he through our uh, christmas campaign the top shelf elf yeah, yeah. he bid and won the uh the pig roast from bonton Meat. that's right so i uh i love this uh this barnburner business on business action does he look like someone who would be uh, bidding on a a pig roast. I, I was very impressed when I found out he was one of our guys. Yeah, he, he just seems a little too smart and well educated, clean, yeah. and proper, successful, and yes, yeah. smart. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think he was one of our guys, yeah. and that made me feel good. But it's good, yeah. So he's got a he'll have his big luau or whatever with the, uh, oh, the yeah. pig roast oh, yeah. uh, coming up at some point this summer. Justin Vitanova, good people. They'll take care of you. And Labro Diamonds is the way to go. Let's do some uh, Betway Bets. Yes. Betway Bets. You going baseball today? What are you doing? I'm going baseball. Just one today. There's six okay. games. Light slate today. Monday. Today. Uh, Minnesota at Atlanta. Uh, Spencer Strider. God, he's been good. Uh, I think he's leading the universe in strikeouts. Still. I think he, he is. is yeah. an absolute monster. I looked today on the Betway app. Yeah. They had him 10 or more strikeouts. And it was not worth even money. It, it was not not <laughs> close to not even, even money. Oh my God. No, it wasn't ten, close. Ten. ten or more strikeouts. Shit. So he is. Yeah, he's been he's been great. Braves That's are leading their division. Now the Twins have been good as well. I'm going to take Braves minus one and a half. So uh, by two or more gets me a minus one ten. So we're close on that. Strider in 15 starts, 136 strikeouts. Gosman's in second. He's eleven nine behind, and he's had one yeah. more start. It's like this guy's been a machine. Yeah. So I like the Braves by uh, two runs or more today. I'm going to make a little NHL draft bet. I don't know if you've checked these out. These are kind of fun. You can do over-unders for where guys get selected. A lot of first-round, second-round type prospects. Uh, You can also bet on picks two, three, four, because we know Bedard's going one. But after that, there is this. Okay, does Mishkov slide in? Is it Carlson or Smith? It does Fantilli go to two. What is, you know, Pat Verbeek, Kona Silence. But I'm, there's a couple of guys I keyed in on. Axel Sandin Pelika is a defenseman from Sweden who would be a wonderful fit for the Flames at 16. 
I just keep looking around. I can't find him at 16 available for them for very often in many mock drafts. Plus 140 if he's taken in the first 14 picks of the draft. I think there's some value there. And Zach Benson's put up some stupid numbers for his age in a draft eligible season. Uh, first eight picks of the draft plus 200. That's a really big number. If someone wants to bet on skill and scoring, he's put up some darn good numbers in the Western League. This is some of the stuff that I love we can bet on. I know it's yeah. You get into the app and I, I didn't realize they've also got next year's Maurice Richard winner, all kinds of good stuff in the Betway app. Yeah, right? I love it. This kids could take in the, in the first 14 picks of that. Yeah. I'll, I'll take some of that action. I like that. And I had to run it by my two draft nerds that we had on. Oh, you did. Well, it's only on the makes sense. They both liked it. They yeah. both liked that it one. It only makes all sense. Right. Get the Betway app in your phone. It's Betway, the official uh, betting partner of uh, Barnburner. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Uh, that's probably going to do it. Um, Jack, do you have anything else? Uh, did, anything else you wanted to? Uh, nothing. No, you're good. How was your weekend, Jack? I didn't yeah, ask. No, how rude it was. Just good. Eh? That's good. Okay. Just chill. Wanna Shut help? up, Jack. Yeah. Well, right, trying to do a radio show. Don't talk over to him here. again. Trying to yeah. trying to do some YouTube here, Jack. Come on. Get a word in edgewise. Um, RJ. Got to mention our mm-hmm. our boy RJ. What a great job he did with that. He put together the uh, the hearing loss. Uh, it was was there part of the uh, filming crew, part of the film crew, and put together the uh, the piece. So thanks to RJ and the great Tan Man, there. helpful there as well, yeah. I believe. Good work from him. Tan Man doing Shouts. some uh, some great work, and also uh, probably the way to go out today, I would think, is with the montage, also put together by RJ. The the, uh, the Rhett montage uh, from the Friday show. It is worth another turn. So. We always like to kind of end the shows uh, back in the old days on a bit of a montage. And before we disappear, oh, yeah. so the draft primers tomorrow, the next time we will be talking to you live will be from an establishment in Nashville. Buckle up, set your alarms. As you said, it's 1030 in the morning. You're not going to want to miss these. If they're anything like the last oh, Nashville boy. shows, they won't disappoint. And the, you know, the other thing is, too, we are going, we have the availability. We have the technology. Shit goes down. Yeah. We will be jumping in live if there's a hannafin trade we're gonna throw up a backdrop grab some cameras and mics and come to you wherever we are yes if it's today tomorrow airport hotel whatever it is we will be uh beer in hand we will be able to uh yeah get to you uh asap on our youtube and we'll obviously spray it across social media to let you know where where we are and what time and that we're doing it and that sort of thing so busy week and then the week after we've got some uh i guess the weekend we kind of got some free agency well, free agent reaction when we come back on Tuesday. We've got a live show from the Gray Eagle that week as well. You got a long weekend to nurse your hangover after Nashville. Right. Lots happening here. Yeah. It's going to do it, buddies. Have yourself a fine uh, rest of your day. A little montage on the way out. We'll uh, see you from Nashville. Rhett would say Oilers suck. He would. It's a shit show. I'd fucking sell everyone I can and start from fucking scratch. This is bullshit. Fucking playoffs. Fucking deal with. Bullshit. 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 It's a shit storm. They should have traded these fucks. Fucking pissed. Fucking well. Fuck all. Shittier. Who fucking signed up? Fuck that. Pardon my language. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.